What's going on, everyone? It is Monday, January 29th, 2024, MMA OB Daily Podcast. Glad to be here with you guys for today's show. We got two shows again for Monday, as always. First show, UFC Vegas 85. Second show, quick fight announcements. I am your host, as always, Adam Martin, joining my co-host here, Mr. Big Marcel. Marcel, I'm looking forward to uh, talking about fights with you. Whenever we have these week without fights, it's like I forget what, what's going on, man. I forget what day it is of the week. So we didn't have any fights this weekend, but uh, we're back at it this week, Marcel. How's it going with you, man? You uh, looking forward to UFC back again? Yeah, for sure, man. I mean, it's always good to have it back. I mean, listen, like we said last, I think we said last time, like I, I wouldn't mind to have like one week off on, in a month, you know? So, but I mean, this time it was like we already had three weeks off and we have two events and have another week off. It's really weird, you know, only like two events in like five or six weeks. But uh, yeah, man, it's good to be back, back at the Apex again. You know, a little bit too much Apex shows again for me this year, man. I mean, we have this this week's Apex, next week Apex. We got March second Apex, March sixteenth Apex, March twenty third Apex, April sixth Apex. I mean, we were thinking like Apex will be a little bit gone for a certain moment. You know, it's still there will be Apex events, but there's a little bit of much. You know, I mean, I think they should go more to, on the road, in my opinion. But uh, yeah, it's it's an okay card. I think there are there are some. Some fun fights on it, you know. You got Drew Dober against Renato Mercano, which uh, pops out to me, you know, on this card. Of course, you got Natalia Silva against Viviani Arujo, a fight I'm looking forward to. Then another a couple of fights, I, I think they, those are fun, you know. So, yeah, looking forward to you to talk about this card, of course. Stay here, man. So, let's go through the comments. We got a bunch of guys in the chat. We got Glenn, Glenn is first again, so appreciate that, Glenn. Glad to have you here as always, man. Octo updates. You got Joe. Um, uh, doing well, man. Glad to be back, Joe. I know you watched the football game yesterday. Your team's out of the show, but you know, still some good football. Yeah, that's true. Actually, I, I did notice this. Uh, we have a we don't have a break for like three months now. So we had our break yesterday, Marcel, our winter break. Uh, but uh, eleven straight weeks. I don't. I, I don't mind at all. You know. Hmm. Again, um, it's funny because sometimes I, I'm like, oh man, you know, it'd be nice to have a week off. But then when you get it, you're like, ah. The thing was though, it's because we had like a like a month off. Then we had two cards, and we had a break. Uh, you know, that's, that's yeah, why we're saying this. Cause it, I was like, what the heck, you know, but all right, we're back. We've got Mike here. What's going on, man? Antoine, what's up, brother? Okay. So, all right. That, with that being said, let's get into it. UFC Vegas 85, Marcel, uh, mm-hmm. decent card. I think there's 12 fights on it. What's your thoughts on this card overall? I mean, I think you kind of just alluded to it. You like some of the fights. What do you think, man? It's an okay, it's it's a typical apex card to me, you know. It's an okay card, you know. The, the, for example, the Marcano Dober isn't a typical well, apex fight. I was gonna say Marcano. I don't know if you saw his comments today. He's, yeah, no one wants to fight in the fucking apex or something. He was really pissed off. He's you know? right, you know. He's right. Funny I mean, <laughs> the the thing is, like you, uh, I think one of my colleagues always says is like you um, you fight. You know, you, you you start as an amateur, you go to the pros, and you fight hard, and you want to come to the pinnacle of the sport, and it's the UFC, you know? And when you are there, you feel like you're back in, like, uh, like an, a venue with, like, 80 people in it, you know what I mean? Well, when you started, probably, you know, while you actually are where you're at. So that's kind of weird, you know? For sure, for sure. All right, a couple other comments, and we'll get into the, the uh, predictions here in a second. We've got signed collectibles here as always. We got Knox here. All right, so let's get into it. It's going to pull up the belt order. UFCstats.com. We'll use that belt order there, Marcel. Um, yeah. I, you know, one of the only times I don't think we, we don't have a fight that's like in flux. Like usually you have a fight that someone fell off and I'm waiting, but Bro. Um, you, know, so- you know, you know what's weird? The 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 Belbiza against uh, McCann is on the prelims while it is in the UFC promo. 
and they also are uh, on media day on Wednesdays. It's yeah. really weird, you know. I mean, what 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 they're trying, you know. If you want to make make that fight more hard, I would say put it on the main card. I don't I don't need it on the main card, but I was like, why put it in the promo? Like super big. They said I think UK superstar Molly McCann is back against Belbita. And I was like, why you put her on the prelims if you think she's the UK superstar, you know? It's kind of weird to me, you know? But yeah, I don't know. Yeah, no, I, I mean, I, I think you're right. Like, I like personally, I don't know why Irby and Racky's on the main card, but that's just me. Mm -hmm. All right, let's get into Marcel. We start off in the first fight of the night. We have a heavyweight bout kicking off the card. The big boys here, Marcel, Thomas Peterson, or Thomas Jefferson, as that name <laughs> yeah. <they> called him, <laughs> taking on Jamal Pogues, the Stormtrooper. Odds for this one minus 166. Thomas Jefferson Peterson and Pogues plus 140. Marcel, I'll kick you off. You can, you can start off the car. Go ahead. Yeah, I can't wait for this fight to be over. Um, I mean, th this I I'm happy as this was supposed to be the main card at first, you know, they oh they, they put it down to the prelims. So, um, yeah, man, I mean, Thomas Peterson, he he beat Chandler Cole in his Dana White contender series fight. Was it was a good win for him, you know. For that, he fought in LFA. We all know that. I think he, he fought one time for the title over there. Actually, two times, right? He he, he won the title against the Vernon Lewis guy, and then he yeah. lost to Cortez Acosta. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, uh, now he's taking on Jamal Pokes. I still feel like Pokes would be fit better at 205. You know, that, that that's my opinion. Still, I feel like the Mick Parkin fight was a lot closer than people actually think, you know. Uh, he might have won actually that fight. It was very close in my opinion, but he didn't got the, the got the, no. He didn't know. I think Parkin clear. Man, I, I'm confused now. Um, Parkin definitely won the fight. But yeah, yeah. Park, no, that was the the, the Parkin against um, against the Canadian Brazilian guy. I'm, I'm oh uh, uh, Kyle Bigfoot Machado. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I was yeah. confused with that That's one. Okay. No worries. Yeah. Um, yeah, Parkin clearly won that fight, and I thought the Parisian fight wasn't great either, you know, uh, which which he fought, and he pretty much, no disrespect to Pogues, but he pretty much got the contract after uh, telling that story that uh, that he uh, that he was like uh, really struggling and that kind of stuff, and Dana was like, yeah, I feel bad for him, let's, let's bring him in. I think Thomas Peterson wins the fight, man. I'd be surprised if not. I'm also taking him by finish. It's going to be either a, a, a horrible decision or, or a finish. So we are going with a finish. Let's start positive here in February. Uh, submission win for Thomas Peterson in the second round. By the way, I got a couple other guys in the chat. We got there will be blood and Craig, our, our boy here, Craig. <clears throat> And Michael as well. <laughs> Paul Bar Markov, Markov, is that me with the mustache? Or is that is that one of these guys in the fight? Probably me, right? I'll take it. Um, fun, fun, you know, Marcel, I, oh, yeah, it's, it's, it's funny. Um, well, I mean, I got a different pick than you to kick off the card. I'm going to go with Jamal Pogues here, man. I'm going to take the dog here, Marcel. Hit the button. Let's go. There we go. I'll, I'll take the dog here. Honestly, like, I, I don't think either guy's great. The, the, here's the thing with Peterson. He's, like, overly reliant on takedown, right? Like, he needs to get the fight to the ground to win. On the feet, he's going to be in trouble. And uh, on the ground, he's, you know, going to have the advantage. But I don't think Pogues is, like, a terrible wrestler, grappler by any means. If you even look at the numbers, like, he's the guy taking his opponents down in this fight. So, like, really, he's a, he's a decent grappler himself. I mean, I, I would say Peterson's better, but I don't I don't think it's, like, an amazing grappling advantage by any means. And even if he does get him down, I still feel like Peterson is going to get a little bit tired here on the ground, too. Um, my thing with this guy is, like, if he was that good, why was he in the UFC a long time ago? I think they've seen the holes that I see. I think he's got an issue with the cardio, too. And... To be honest with you, I think Pogues has really good cardio, and as the fight goes on, it favors him. So, you know, Marcel, here's what I think happens in this fight, and we'll see what happens. Um, I think Peterson wins the first round. I think he starts getting tired with all the top control. 
Uh, second round will be close, and then third round, I think Pogues comes out, and Peterson's going to be tired. Pogues finishes it with TKO. Just the other guy just gets tired and loses. That's what I think happens here. So I'll take the dog Marcel kick off the card plus one forty. Jamal Pogues, and uh, I did look at the opening odds, and, and it opened at like minus two sixty five. So it's it's gone down a dollar here on Thomas Peterson. So I think other people are seeing what I'm seeing with with the cardio and just and him not having the best striking and. and thinking Pogues is not that bad of a grappler either. So that's what I'm seeing here. So I, I like a dog here, Marcel. Um, and this is kind of what I think uh, as well with, with Glenn. But I think you can finish with Glenn in the third round too. You know, if this was five rounds, I'm definitely going to go with Pogues to finish. It could definitely be a decision too. It's like, I think TKO third round or, or a decision for, for Pogues. But I, I'm taking him. I'm not high in this guy by any means. I'm not high in either guy. But, um, you know, at least he has some experience in the UFC. He's gone the distance. We've seen him go the full 50 minutes. It's not pretty, but he can do it. So... I'll take a shot in the sky as a plus 140 dog takeout card. It looks like other people are too because the line is going in his way. All right, let's go to the next fight here, Marcel. We have Landon Quinones against Markel Medeiros. And the odds for this one, Markel Medeiros minus 148. Landon Quinones plus 124. Marcel, you can go on this one. Uh, start this one off to you. Go ahead. Yeah, man. Um, I mean, we saw Landon Quinones, right, in the, uh, in the Ultimate Fighter first. Uh, he beat, oh, he got beaten by Jason Knight by Triangle. Um, after that, he got the short notice fight in Australia against Nasrat Hakparast. Uh, he, he, he was competitive, I think, but Nasrat was, was better. He lost. Um, I really like what Mikel Medeiros, how he sh- what he showed in the uh, contender series against Isa Isakov. You know, he looked really sharp. Factory X guy. Um, I think he's talented. I think he's uh, he's the favorite in coming in this fight as well. I think rightly so. I'm uh. I think Medeiros gets the win here. Will he get a finish? I don't know for sure, but uh, I would go with a clear decision for Markel Medeiros in this fight, man. Yeah, I don't know. Do you, see, do you see the spelling of his name, by the way? Like the Q is capitalized. Did you notice that? It's kind of interesting. I find. No, I have no Mar- idea. Markel. Yeah, go to if you go to UFC stats and it's Instagram too. It's just okay. uh, there's a weird thing. I'm a writer, so I noticed that shit. And yeah, the Q is capitalized. Um, yeah, another fight. Like Medeiros, definitely a great prospect. I mean, we saw that a contender, right? Um, the guy mm-hmm. looked really good and obviously before that theory fc but um i still i still think the jury's out a little bit like the guys he's fought are actually like okay for the regional scene the guys he fought like fury and and, and in uh, fac and even the contender but they're not amazing and then with quinones like i'm not high on him but like i thought he looked okay against hack actually i thought he looked pretty competitive it was a good fight really good fight but again very hittable very hittable right and that's the problem here um he'll probably get hit a lot tagged up a lot he's a guy that blocked punch with his faces walks forward I think it's going to be a decent fight. I think it'll be one of the harder fights Medeiros has had. Um, I do think Medeiros probably ends up winning. Um, he seems like the guy that you'll see want to push here, but I think the fight will be like somewhat competitive. So the line's close. I mean, I feel like the odds makers know that too. It's going to be a, a competitive fight, but uh, yeah, I'll take I'll take Medeiros. You say decision or you think finish? Yeah, I said decision. By the way, it's capitalized now on topology as well. So there you go. So so there we go. We fixed it for him. All right. So yeah, I'm thinking decision as well. That's my pick in this one. All right, let's go to the next fight here. We got Luana Carolina against Julia Stolyarenko, or Yulia, I should say. Uh, odds for this one minus one thirty five. Yulia Stolyarenko. Luana Carolina plus one fourteen. Actually, this. I mean, I'm not looking forward to this fight, but like I'm looking forward to seeing your, your pick for it. I am curious to see where you're picking here. Let's see. What do you got? This is pretty easy, man. You either go by Julia and Armbar in the first round, or you go by uh, Carolina, by a decision or whatever, you know? 
I, I think Stoyarenko could get the armbar again. You know, I think Carolina is not that that's that great, and and she she can make a mistake early on. I think you know, listen, man, she can keep can keep herself out of the arm bars. She's probably going to win a decision because in the long term, I think she will do better. But um, yeah, I'm I'm going arm bar Stoyarenko. I, I mean, we've seen Carolina getting caught before by Lipsky, for example. You know. Uh, I think Stoyarenko is that. Listen, man, definitely at the in this weight class, I think Stoyarenko kind of has a how do you say that uh, advantage if it comes to strength. You know, that's what I think. So uh, I think she can uh, bully Carolina early and uh, likely get her in the armbar. If not, she's fucked. You know, but yeah, yeah we'll see. I love it. Well, I mean, I got a different pick than you again. I'm going with Carolina, man. I I, I think she wins this fight. I'll take her as a dog. There you go. Plus another dog here. Two of the first three dogs. I like Carolina in this fight. Like I, I'm just not high in Stoli Rinko at all. Like I know she got that win over Molly. She has, obviously has a really good armbar. Like almost all of her wins are by that. But let's not forget this is someone who's two and five in the UFC. And what, really, one like, of my best pick last year. <laughs> she was a great pick last year. I'll give her that when she fought Molly. I'll give you that. Hmm. But um, I'm just not sold her just because she beat Molly. Like Molly's just not. She's just not very good in the ground. Like Carolina actually is. Her takedown defense is pretty good, man. It's 76. percent I'm looking. Molly's is 43. So you have a big difference in the takedown defense. You have already Carolina fought uh, what's Loopy, able to keep the fight standing for the most part, and on the feet, obviously a good striker, good Muay Thai striking. Go ahead. You know, I I agree with you on that, but the thing is, like Loopy is really like 115 girl you know in my opinion and this yeah. is like at 125 you know yeah. and, and and still still a rank will fought at 135 145 before so that's sure. why i think that she can get to fight to the ground but if she can't she's fucked like i yeah. said so, yeah. no you're not wrong like you're not wrong at all I, I mean you can't pick both the fighters right obviously um i agree with you i mean that's the one concern i have obviously with story wrinkle is the size like she'll be the bigger girl like you said, used to fight at 45 and 35 and now she's at 25 so she'll have probably a bit of size um if you look at the actual like physical numbers, like it, it doesn't really suggest that, but I would imagine she would be like the stockier girl in there. But like, like I said, at the same time, like for me, like Carolina has been someone that I've picked as a dog a lot, and she's won a lot as a dog too. She mm -hmm. has she's four and three in the UFC, Marcel. I'm pretty sure she was a dog in all those fights. Go ahead. You you pick I know you picked her against Loopy. I remember that, for example. Um yeah, you picked you picked that before, man. So, so I, last fight. Yeah, you last picked fight. also against Petrovic, I think. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I'm checking right now. I wanted to see was she a dog against Cachoeira? No, she opened she was, actually I was at that fight in Brazil. She was the favorite in that one. But the other three, yeah. she was a dog in and she won. So I, I she's just someone that's pretty good as in that underdog <laughs> role, and I think she'll win it again. So that's my What's that when Cachoeira, by the way. What's that when Cachoeira came from that Shevchenko fight? That's probably why Luana was <laughs> That's the, pretty much, yeah, I was there for that fight. And she, she got, like, I want to say she got kicked in the head and survived it, like, early on. Cachoeira, for everything you want to say bad about her, she's definitely tough. Like, we'll say True. that. Please remind me of Newbar Carolina. That was crazy. Yeah, that was nuts. I actually had Lipsky in that fight, but I thought she was going to, like, finish Carolina with, like, strikes, not with a knee bar. So that was crazy. But, yeah, I've been pretty good at picking her fights. I'll just say that. But, yeah, I mean, like, Julia has a great um, great ground game. She can get it there. I just don't know if she will be able to. All right. Uh, let's go to the next fight here. We got – all right. Oh, this one's interesting too. So we got Blake Builder taking on Jung Young Lee. And the odds for this one, Lee minus 148, Builder plus 124. Featherweight bout, Marcel, you can start this one too. Yeah, man. I mean, uh, Blake should – has a new nickname. He should go with Bob the or the body, you know. 
uh, it's all animal. Uh, I mean, listen, man, Blake Builder, uh, I think he had a he had a very good showing on the contender series, you know, in 2022 when he uh, beat Alex Morgan, Canadian guy, by the way. I think you know, and not the not not the foot not the women football player, by the way. <laughs> That's the same name. Um, yeah, and then the Shane Young fight, which we both I think we both picked Blake Builder to win that fight against Shane Young, you know, and uh, he did, you know. For me, surprising loss to Kyle Nelson, to be honest, you know. Uh, I know I know Kyle looked better. Uh, in this last in, in this fight, but I mean, I was surprised. I'm not gonna lie. Nice taking on the young young Lee guy, uh, the Korean Tiger. Um, got his contract by winning uh, the road to UFC finale against Yija. Although I thought Yija won the fight, actually, to be really honest, you know. Um, he had some good fights at road to UFC, very quick fights, but yeah, at, at the same time, man, I, I like Blake Builder in the fight. You know, I just like Blake Builder. I think the league guy is good. He's fun to watch, but a level of competition is not something I'm really high on. You know, I think Blake Builder has a better level of competition. He lost to Kyle Nelson. I think he bounces back by decision win here. Yeah, I mean, he might win. Uh, this one, I'm not sure about, to be honest with you. Uh, Lee, like you said, you know, that fight was, was close with the UJ guy. Um, but, you know, look good on the show on, on Road to UFC. I still don't really know what to think about this guy personally. Um, I, I don't think he's, you know, got uh, amazing, you know, competition on his resume. I know he's like he has the one loss, but he, you know, Road, Road FC is a good promotion. I'll say that. I don't. They're not even around anymore. They Road FC. Have they did a show in a while? It's been a while. I'm they? not sure. I'm not sure. They they are like they were stopping at a certain moment, but I don't know if they came back. No idea. I'm gonna double check that just because I don't want to say something stupid. I mean, I usually do, but. <laughs> Uh, the, the road fighting championship, just in case. Uh, when was the 67? Yeah, no, they they actually did have a show recently. Okay, so they're back. That's good to know. Okay, that's really good. Yeah, anyways, um, I mean, it's a decent promotion. I just I don't know, I'm not familiar with a lot of the guys. It's fine. That's that's basically what I'm saying. Like, at least we know what we're getting with him. Um, I was not impressed with the last fight, it was a bad loss. It's a fight you should have won. I mean, Nelson, I know he could surprise once in a while, he did it against the Padilla guy, but. Not not amazing either. Um, this one's just kind of a fight and go either way. I think I, I don't blame you for taking a shot in the dog here. I think he's definitely got a chance. I just I'm just kind of down on Builder after that last. Play. No, I'm not taking the dog. I know you. No, did. I do. I, I forgot. I know. I know. <laughs> you did. You did forget. Yeah, I, I'm going to take Lee by decision, but like I'm not like happy about it. I'm not really like that excited for this fight. I don't know. We'll see. Maybe this fight surprises me, but I mean I don't know, man. They're just they seem like kind of got two guys like on the periphery here. I was a lot higher on Builder uh, before than I am. Yeah. So, I, I but I hope at the same time I hope I'm off the wagon too soon either, right? I just thought last fight just really left a bad taste in my mouth. Right? I'll tell you that right now. And this Lee guy, you know, there's there's a reason they could push him here. I mean, it seems like they would probably try to go back to to Korea this year. I mean, they were supposed to go. I want to say last year, and they didn't. Right? Was it last year? And they didn't. Yeah, man, that was like uh, yeah, the beginning of February. I for that card, they, actually, yeah. for that card, yeah, yeah. For, for that card. So, anyways, they didn't go. I think they want to go back. They want to, you know, put this guy in the card. I'll take him by decision, but like I said, I'm not thrilled about it. All right, um, okay, let's go to the next fight here. We got Temba Garimbo against Pete Rodriguez in the UFC welterweight division. Garimbo minus two forty five, Rodriguez plus two hundred. I'll start with this one myself. Yeah, I'm taking Temba. I, you know, Rodriguez definitely, you know, that fight with Mike Jackson, it was uh, a nice finish. There's no doubt about it. But a guy with only six fights, a guy that, you know, 
I don't really know if she'd be in the UFC to be honest with you. And and he has he's been off for like a year and a half. Like I I really don't know what to expect from him. Whereas with Grimbo, like he's been off for you know since last May. But I, I know that this guy will will fight for your money. I'll tell you that right now. Right? We know his story. Um, he's a guy that's not going to go away easily. I'll tell you that right now. So I think that he can use his grappling and, and get this fight to the ground and, and pretty much dominate Pete Rodriguez on the ground. Maybe Rodriguez like does something early. Maybe you can catch him with a punch, but I don't know. I think Rimbo just grinds on him and eventually probably breaks um, P. Rodriguez and finishes him on the ground. So he's a big favorite here, but I think it's warranted. I think he wins the fight by, uh, I think he's submission. Um, I think he gets him down to the ground, tires him out, submits him. So that's my pick in this one, Marcel. What about you? I have a decision for Tamba, man. I think uh, I think uh, Pete will be, uh, how do you say, dangerous early on, you know, like he always is. But uh, I think uh, I have more trust in Tamba. You know, Tamba, uh, well, against Sato, maybe should have finished him, didn't do that, but he got the decision. Didn't look good in his debut against AJ Fletcher, but still, I mean, if we look at Pete Rodriguez, had a bad debut against Jack Della Madalena, but who can blame him on short notice, right? And then the second one was against Mike Jackson, but yeah, Mike Jackson is... Uh, yeah, what can we say about Mike Jackson? He's a good photographer for LFA. Um, yeah, no disrespect, by the way. I have nothing against the dude. Um, yeah, I'm going with Tamba. Decision. It's not a fight. I, I, I don't think. I, I don't think Tamba will have a lot of trouble with uh, Rodriguez. To be honest, he just has to make sure to, to not get knocked out early on. You know, because Rodriguez yeah. will be dangerous. But yeah, decision win for Tamba. Yeah, I, I agree. I think he's one of the more likely winners of the card personally. So I, I think he gets the job done here. All right. Uh a couple of questions. Or uh, Glenn have a comment. Are you guys untested to be on the second minute? Biggest drop in quality ever in the last two fights. Yeah, I mean he went from Jack Della to Mike Jackson. So he went from a top ten guy, top fifteen guy, to a guy who's on the UFC. And I don't I don't have an issue with Mike, but I don't know if you saw the tweet he he's got a problem cooking grilled cheese sandwiches, apparently doesn't really know how to Sorry? do it. <laughs> I don't know if you should see his tweet like this weekend. He was he posted a picture of his grilled cheese sandwich, Mike Jackson, and, and it didn't look very good. <laughs> so okay. people were commenting on it. Um, <laughs> I thought it was kind of funny, but uh, no, I'm joking. Uh, yeah, I think Grimble wins. All right, let's go to the no, That's half us, uh, Beachy. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, hey, Beachy. That's half us. And then uh, I missed this one for Antoine. Hope they make Singapore yearly location in UK and Abu Dhabi. That'd be nice. They, the fight with, again, it was a couple of years ago now. It was crazy. Time goes by so fast, but the Glover to share card <laughs> with, with Yuri Fosco was in Singapore. And, yeah, okay, that's one of my favorite fights of all time. That card was was amazing. All those cards they give a lot of bonuses, so I agree with you. Wasn't well, so also Carl I guess Rose on that card? <laughs> Did on that card? Yeah, I think that was the co-main event. Maybe no, I'm wrong. no, that was in that was in Dallas or something. Oh, was Shashenko against? Yeah, Shashenko right? and Tyler Santos, who's yeah, going to probably be. A, I would imagine she's going to go to PFL because they're opening a flyweight division. It makes sense, right? Yeah, yeah. All right, right let's go to. Oh, you have to win Ty knowledge on that or no? I'm sorry. No, no, I don't. Okay. No, I don't. I'm sorry. Who's your manager? Do you know? From Thailand. Yeah. I don't know who her manager is uh, actually, but uh, um, let me think. Do I know? I know some. Uh, I know who knows about her, but I don't know who really her manager. I was thinking is. he was that guy that we like. What's his name? The bigger guy. What's his name? Oh, Kamura. Uh, Tiago. Yeah, I thought it was. Yeah, he, he knows. He knows a lot of about her, but I don't know if he is her manager actually. I think I, I, he might be. Yeah. No like you said, he might be. Oh, okay, Glenn says the Singapore was a three-fight deal that just ended. Oh, that sucks. I like those cards. I'm going to watch Italian trade going to bed. Yeah, we'll talk about that in a minute. All right, let's go to the next fight then. Is that Maxim against Charles Johnson? Flyweight division. And Charles Johnson took this on short notice, right? Um, Nate Manus. Nate Manus. 
All right, so the odds for this one, minus 198, maximum plus 164. Jonathan, let me start on this one. Yeah. Listen, um, I know that the fight with Tyson Nam was close. And to be honest, I actually scored it for Tyson Nam, right? But at the same time, like, the guy is 17-0. And I always find it tough to pick against those guys that have like, those crazy undefeated records. Um, and the thing is, Charles Johnson is just, in, to me, a really disappointing in the UFC. Two and four. I know some of these fights were close, like the Osborne fight was close. Or I get that, but, like, I don't know, man. I haven't been too impressed. And then again, you could say that the Jagas fight, you probably should have lost that one. So he just, to me, hasn't really shown up. And the thing about him is, like, you know, his takedown defense is, is bad. Um, he's just not really shown that to me that he's UFC caliber fighter. And, and I get it that, you know, he's tough and he goes the distance. But for me, Marcel, he's just not passing the eye test. Other than the Jimmy Flick fight where he destroyed Flick, to me, he has not been impressive. And Maxim, again, 17 no, it's really hard to pick against those guys for me. Um, so I would love to see him wrestle in this fight because it's the easiest path to victory for this guy. If he can just take down Charles Johnson and, and Al Johnson's got a good get up game, he'll get back up, but he gets take it down like crazy. Um, I, I think Maxim wins the fight by decision. Charles Johnson's tough, but I think he's gonna lose another decision. What do you think, Ben? Yeah, man, I think Charles Johnson is a fun fighter to be honest, you know, but he he makes some some weird choices sometimes in the fight, you know. Um if you look at us at maximum, it's like what you said, man. Close fight against Tyson M could have gone either way, in my opinion. Um, but yeah, there, there is for me like there is no reason to pick Charles Johnson here, you know. Um, this listen, Maxim didn't look amazing in his UFC debut, he looked decent, you know. I think, for example, I think Almabayev looked a lot better, you know, was also like uh, from, from Kazakhstan. Um, but yeah, I'm picking Maxim here as well. I think he edges out the decision. Yeah, so we have the same pick on that one. All right, yeah. let's go. Um, a couple of comments here. Nakamura's a manager. That, that's what I thought. See, it is. I think it is Tiago. You should ask him. She's going to sign with PFL. You should. And you should break the news on this podcast. <laughs> Johnson's probably his mentality is not the skill. Yeah, I, I kind of agree with that too. All right, let's go to the next fight. Here's uh, Marcel's favorite fight of the night, or second favorite fight of the night, because we know what his favorite fight is. But uh, we got the rematch between Molly McCann and Dan Abdelbitsa. Odds for this one. Molly's a huge favorite. Minus 290. Deanna plus 235. So Molly's the second biggest favorite of the card, I think, right now. It's crazy yeah. to me. What do you think? What do you what do you think though? I mean, because she did, you know, I'll tell you right now. I look back at the first fight. Dude, she won 30-25. Like it wasn't yeah. even close. But I know. it was a few years ago, too, right? So I'll, I'll let you start because I, I know how much you're looking forward to this fight. So you can start on the <laughs> And it was at 125, and this is at 115. So it's also a different, you know. Sure. Um I mean, <laughs> this is a much closer. This is a much closer fight to me than, than than on paper. You know, I understand that Molly is a favorite. You know, that's okay to me. You know, but she's almost a three to one favorite. That's kind of crazy to me. I would never put that much money on it. Um, I mean, if you look at Molly's last two fights, she got uh, early beaten by by Stoyarenko, and she got beaten by Blanchfield. Now we we all know besides the idiots that she was going to be got beaten by Blanchfield, you know, and the story Ranko fight. Yeah. It was like, if she can make sure to not go on the ground early, she might, she might can win that fight, but she, she couldn't give prevented that. You know, I think Belbita is looking better than she did before, you know, not great. I mean, she lost to Carolina last time, you know, uh, although still was a competitive fight, but I think she clearly lost. Before that, uh, she she looked she looked pretty good against uh, Maria Oliveira. But Maria Oliveira, like uh, how do you say that borderline UFC fighter? I think she's got now, you know. So, yeah, 
it's difficult, you know. I, I feel like it can go it can go both ways, to be really honest, you know. I think this is for me, this is a typical split decision feeling to me. Um, and then I, I gotta go with the dog here, man. I'm taking Diana Balbiza by split decision. Well, hit the button for yourself, anyways. <laughs> you might as well. <laughs> I can't get there, man. I mean, listen, the odds are, are too high. I'm not I would, <laughs> friends, don't let friends bet minus one nine two ninety <laughs> minus two ninety. I'm Molly McCann. Like you just can't do it. You know, the, the magic's over, Marcel. The magic's run up. The, the well's dried up here with her. She beat Hannah Golden. She beat Luana Carolina in England in two fights that the UFC handpicked for her to get big wins. And she be, she came became the star, but we'd all seen her fight for a few years. We knew she wasn't that good. Now she's gotten destroyed the last two fights. Her ground game sucks. Like, let's just be honest. It's, it's terrible. And um, that's the biggest problem. You look at the five losses she had. Three of them were by submission. Two of them were by decision where she got out grappled. So she sucks on the ground. But her striking's pretty good, you know? I'll give her that. Her striking's pretty good. And this is a striking fight. Deanna is going to stand there and trade with her. Um, I'll tell you right now, if this was Deanna coming off the fight with Maria Oliveira last year, where I picked Deanna as a dog in Vancouver, I might pick her here, Marcel. But the last fight with Carolina showed to me that she's just she's really not that good either. Um, she's extremely hittable. You know, she's she does land again. I'm looking at this. These are just numbers. This isn't this isn't me just you know spouting opinion. This is numbers. Six point five nine strikes landed per minute, which is nice, which is really high volume, but. 6.43 absorbed, and that's in six fights. So she's getting hit like crazy. She doesn't move her head, doesn't doesn't defend well at all. And, and this is going to be a striking based fight. I agree with everything you said. I think there's those different intangibles at 115, but I can't ignore the fact they have fought before. And, and the other fight was a complete, an utter beatdown. 30 25 scorecards on all three judges' scorecards. Not only that, but Molly took her down five times. And yeah, uh, that. that's, that's a big worry. If Molly's taking you down five times, that's a worry. And the thing is, like, since Deanna's fought Molly, um, other than Leanna Jujua, who submitted her, the other girls aren't really grapplers. They're more striking-based fighters. So she's had, like, decent fights stylistically, and uh, this fight is a probably striker-striker, but Molly would have probably a slight edge of the grappling, which is crazy for me to think about. But, again, we have seen the fight before, so... I have to go with Molly here. I'll take her by decision, but I wouldn't lay minus 290 on her. I couldn't do it. And, uh, you know, Deanna does have a little bit of upside, right? She is the younger fighter. I think she's improving a little bit. But, again, that last fight with, with Carolina just wasn't a good look for me, man. So, can't pick her, Marcel. I don't blame you, but considering the odds, but I, I can't do it. So, 325 included a point deduction. It might have. I, I can't remember now. Um, was there a point deduction? I should know this, but was Bro. there? I mean... It's not like I. Uh... <laughs> Let me double check on it. Uh, yeah. yeah, grabbing the fence. De Deanna grabbed the fence, so that's even worse. <laughs> to be honest with you, that's even fucking worse, dude. You sure you want to still pick her? <laughs> My God. Yeah, I'm. I'm still going with her. Yeah. Sure, I don't blame you. Okay, all right. Um, yeah, I agree with this too. Yeah. So the yeah, that's the other thing. I would say look at the scale for this one too, right? Because Molly's gonna cut quite a bit of weight for this, but um, yeah. All right. Let's go to the next fight here. We got this is the main card. So we have kicking off the main card. Gilbert Urbina taking on Charles Radke. Uh, I wonder if he's gonna say in his post-fight interview <laughs> at uh welterweight and odds for this one. Uh Gilbert's minus 205, Radke plus 170. So what do you think? Urbina or Chuck Buffalo? What's your pick? Yeah, man. I mean, interesting fight. Chuck Buffalo, you know, 
he had that great uh, post fight speech, which which rhymes with maggot. Um, yeah, I mean, <laughs> hey, don't say it. you don't get canceled, man. Don't say it. <laughs> I said maggot. I said yeah, maggot. That's okay. <laughs> okay. Um, so yeah, I mean, uh, he, he the, the fight wasn't great. Let's be honest. You know, he fought against uh, Blood Diamond. It kind of was a sucky fight. Let's be honest. He came from from a cage fury where he was the welterweight champion, where he beat Raheem Forrest, who lost in the case Dana White contender series to Danny Barlow, by the way. Um, Gilbert Urbina, Gilbert Urbina is kind of a, like, I don't know where to put him. You know what I mean? I think he's not amazing, but I think he's a better fighter than Charles Radke, you know? Um, Gilbert Urbina had a great win over Orion Kosi in his last fight. Before that, he lost to Brian Battle in the Ultimate Fighter finale, which he took on short notice, and he looked good in the first round, but he clearly gassed because he took it on short notice um, from the Ultimate Fighter. Therefore, he only lost to Sean Brady, you know, which is not a bad loss at all. Um, yeah, I'm picking Urbina here, man. I think uh, I, I have no reason to pick Charles Radke after last time. I think that was like a really... Maybe it was Octagon Jitters or whatever, but it's kind of was a bad fight, man. Um against Blood Diamond. Blood Diamond is really like the lowest of the lowest, which we had in the UFC, you know, in the Alta division, and he barely got past him. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm picking Rubina here. Does he get a finish? I don't know. I'm picking him by decision. Yeah, I'm with you actually on this one. So at first I was thinking maybe Radke, you know, could because he is he is a decent sized dog here. Rubina's not that great, I don't think, right? He has, you know. Mm. He's barely fought the UFC one and one, but uh, did look a lot improved last time out. The other thing is, like, I'm with you on Radke. Um, the diamond fight was very close. I mean, that, it shouldn't be that close against Scott. Like, yeah, he's like not good at all. So, the thing is, like, and I'm a numbers guy, you, you guys know that it's really hard to ignore these physical intangibles for Arena. Six inches taller, three inches of height, six years younger, a um, little bit more UFC experience. And, and, you know, like, I just can't ignore that stuff. So, <laughs> I, but. The funny thing is, if you see Urbina, you don't think he's that big, you know. <laughs> he's six foot three. I mean, he's the yeah, same no. as, as me and you, That's right? Me. So yeah, yeah. Except he's a lot lighter, yeah. <laughs> so he's a lot better shape yeah. than, than either of us. Uh, that's but, for sure. Yeah, that's for sure. But um, yeah, I mean, like again, the physical tangibles all point to him, so it's just difficult for me. But at the same time, like I, I wouldn't lay the minus two or five on Urbina personally. I wouldn't do it. Um, no, me neither. I think Radke could like implement some sort of like grappling heavy game plan where he takes him down and grinds him out. I think it's possible, especially in the apex where the, the cage is smaller. I just can't get there though. Again, with the uh, the age to do, I mean, he's not like super old, but he's turning 34 this year, you know. And and, and for a guy that's only one and only UFC, that's a little concerning to me. Whereas Urbina is, you know, 28 when he's 27, he's still in his prime. Um, and even though he took that year off, after the battle fight, or two years actually, he came back and looked really good against Ryan Cossey. Looked really good in that fight. So, um, yeah, and he looked great everywhere. Striking, the grappling, everything looked good. And uh, obviously, of the UFC. So, I'll go with Urbina here, Marcel. I just don't love laying minus 205 with an Urbina guy because those Urbina brothers have not really done well in the UFC historically. So, that's that's what I would say about that. Didn't you? Hey, what's up, Pato? He says, didn't UFC used to find guys who were saying it was slurs like the F and N word? Um, Pato, we kind of lost the plot when we started calling the F word not fuck anymore, you know? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but they did, man. You I think that was, That's not a problem. <laughs> yeah. I, I think they, they they cut Miguel Torres after he said something about rape fans, I remember. Well, that was a stupid thing to say, to be honest. Yeah. That was really he, I, th I think Mitrione said Mitrione something about beating up. 
or not suspended. He got fired. Wait, he was suspended. I can't remember now. Yeah, he, he, beat, he said he was going to beat up Fallon Fox or something. You know? Yeah, I remember and, that. Uh, this is like years ago. Like, I actually, yeah, really long <laughs> it's ago. crazy. Like, I feel like times have changed. Then you had Dana White last week in Toronto. Uh, my buddy John Pollock asked me if he, you know, he said, you guys are giving fighters a long leash, and Dana got really <laughs> angry at him for that. Hey, I don't know if you saw that. He got Dana got so He's crazy. like, yeah, maybe you can better talk about something else. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that wasn't, that wasn't, that wasn't the, you don't want to get in Dana's bad side. John's a good reporter, man, but uh, yeah, that was uh, that was wild. Okay, go to the next fight here. We got, I know you like this fight, and I'm not even joking. I know you really like this fight. Macbeth Muradov against Ali Askab Kizriev. How do, am I saying the right name? How do you say the right, first name? Go ahead. I say Ali Askab Kizriev. Okay, so I had it right. Okay, good. Thank God. <laughs> I, don't want to I, think, I think if you have the K and the H, you have to say Kh. You know, alias Kab Kizriev. Alias, Al alias Hop. It's alias Hop. I think, but yeah. I just say Cap. I'll just say Kizriev. It's a lot easier. I mean, we got our boy Macman Muradov, who's you know obviously a veteran now at this point. Okay, so the odds for this one: middleweight fight, minus uh, one eighty on Kizriev, plus one fifty on Muradov. Curious to hear your pick on this one. What do you think? I'm a big fan of Kizriev, dude, for a long time, but he doesn't fight too often, you know? It's only a second fight in the UFC. I think he had a couple of uh, canceled fights. He looked really good against that Shigemoto guy in the Dana White Contender Series, but that was in 2020, man. He only fought against Dennis Tuyulin. He, he he got that win in the second round, but I, I, I was thinking he should have maybe finished him already in the first, but Dennis did... did Gave him pretty good uh, opposition the first three minutes, I think. If you look at Muradov, Muradov is super inconsistent, man. I remember him coming in the UFC. People were like, yeah, he's going to be the next big thing. I think he won the first three fights, and then he lost to Murashart. He completely got dominated by Kaya Borayo after that. And uh, he won against Barbarina. It was a competitive fight, but he won that fight, you know? Um, I think Kizriyev will be dominant with his wrestling, man. I think... Um, he he will he will almost like Kyle Borayo him and maybe even finish him you know so Ooh. I'm think I'm thinking Kizriev and I think uh, we're gonna see a submission in the second round for Kizriev. I mean the guy's definitely talented. There's no doubt about it. I mean he looked like you said really good in the contender. He looked good against Tulumin. He looked good against Paul Harris. But you know three fights in six years. Yeah. Very inactive. Very very inactive. Definitely good fighter though. I mean there's no doubt. Um. I, I still think he's in the wrong weight class, though, man. I still think he should be a welterweight, and I think he's in the wrong weight class. And he's fighting Miradov is a, a decent-sized middleweight, and uh, I think Macbu can can upset get the upset here, Marcel. Um, I I think that uh, Kizriev will maybe be able to get him down, but he won't be able to hold him there like like consistently. Boralio did, and even Boralio. Looking at the stats, only had one takedown in that fight, five minutes of control. It wasn't as dominant as maybe it seemed, I guess, um, when we watched it. There's no doubt that his, his this guy's hold is grappling. I mean, we know that. But, it, you know, I will say this. It looked improved against Barbarina. But, again, Barbarina, you know, not a middleweight. Um, and not really a grappler. Fight. And not really a grappler. I agree with that completely. I'm just saying, like, it seems like at least he's working on that, his grappling in the gym, I would hope. Because his striking is good. We know that. We said the knockouts already. Um I think Backman can can surprise a little bit here, man. He, you know, he's got way more experience in the UFC. He has way more experience overall. He's way more active. He's and the other thing is again, I'm a numbers guy, and I just talked about the last fight with the size. Look at this fight: five inches taller, um, inch of reach. That's that's not really a big deal, but the but the, the the height too. That's to me, it's like gives him a little bit more leverage to stop those takedowns. I think so. 
Yeah, I, he is a dog here, Marcel, but, you know, a guy who's, like, again, way more active, a guy who's consistently fighting, and I think it, he's improving a little bit. I know that, you know, he lost those two fights, but at the same time, you know, losing to Braulio is not a big deal. And losing to Mearshart, yeah, it wasn't a great look to gas and get sub, but, you know, don't forget he was a massive favorite hand in that fight. It was a bad upset loss. It wasn't good, but uh, I'm not going to write him off just yet, you know. I'll take I'll take Murdoff for, for a dog pick here, Marcel. I'll take him. I'll take him here. So we got a couple of dogs on the board. We haven't had a consensus one yet. We still got a couple of fights left, but we will get one. I'm sure we will get one. No consensus dog yet. All right. Murdoff is in training. Dagestan working his take. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I, I mean, I, I know the offensive grappling obviously is different than, than defensive, but you uh, can tell he's putting the work in in the gym. I'll just say that based on the last fight. All right. I'm so sure we're gonna. I'm sure we're yeah. gonna have a consensus dog in this uh, in the in the in the next couple ones. I'm sure. I, I mean, we'll see. We'll see. We, I'm surprised like, if not. <laughs> I know we've had a few dogs, and there's been a few I've been kind of close on with you, but yeah. it, it probably you the same way, but haven't been able to get there. So, this one I don't think so, though. Natalia Silva against Viviane or Ujo. Natalia is a massive favorite, Marcel, minus 345, Eric Ujo plus 275. I don't even think we need to spend a lot of time on this fight. Natalia Silva wins this fight. There's no doubt in my mind. I think she's the clearest pick on the card. Super talented girl. We all we both really like her on the podcast. All all you guys like her too. She again everything passes the eye test here with her uh, in more ways than one. Marcel, um, she's just a really good fighter, man. Good striking, good grappling, good cardio. Young 20, 20, She was twenty seven on Saturday. Actually, her birthday is on Saturday. It's her birthday. She's gonna get a win in her birthday. It's Vivi, Vivi, who's thirty seven now, who's inconsistent. Who she did have that win in her last fight. And you picked that upset, which was a really nice pick, but. You know, she's tough. She's got good cardio. I'll give her that. But uh, this is a clear spot for the UFC to build up uh, a young prospect against a veteran who's on the decline. There's no doubt in my mind that, that Natalia wins this fight by decision, I think, probably, too. So that's my pick. What do you think? Yeah, all my friends love Natalia Silva, dude. Um, I mean, listen, Viviani Araujo, she I, I always liked her. You know that. Uh, she, she's. I think she's a good fighter. You know, I think she got screwed against Shukagian, and that was her her ticket to the title, which she didn't get. Then she fought Andrea Lee. She got knocked down in the first round, but she came back in the second and third. Then she lost a close fight to the champion Alexa Grasso. You know, but uh, the Amanda Ribas loss was bad to her, in my opinion. The Jennifer Maya loss was close. A win was close, but she she won the fight. Natalia Silva, listen, not the same, uh, how do you say that? Not the same of, uh, um, uh, strength of opposition, of course, because she's kind of new in the UFC. But, man, four wins, and she completely dominated adjustments just to the vicious on the ground and stand-up, you know? Um, against Blada, she had a little bit of more difficulties in the first round, but she came back and she finished her with a spinning back kick. Victoria Leonardo, I don't understand in that fight, you know, and complete such a stupid fight to make because, I mean, this is what we said, you know, she started like pretty much high and she did the next couple of fights. She went down in opposition, in my opinion. And then on the last fight, Andrea Lee, she also clearly beat her. Um, Arusha was, this is a I think it's a big fight for Natalia, you know, she wins this fight. She has a, a really good win on her record, I think. Um, Arujo, she has to win to keep uh, be relevant in the division. Natalia, by decision, I think you know, I think that's the best way to pick here. Yeah, no, I agree. I think I think that's the way this fight goes. <clears throat> like almost all of Arujo's fight go the distance. Antoine, just a feed on could become a star. I know she has five losses. My mind, she's undefeated because of her UFC record performances. Yeah, I agree. I mean, it, you know, you can't forget that she did lose all those fights in her early career. But I mean, look how young she was when she was losing those fights too, right? Like. Uh. 
it's hard to like completely ignore them, but at the same time, like I'm not too worried about them. She's improved since then. Her areas is cardio is concerning and still is basically upgrade that areas. Yeah, I agree with that too. Um Arujo's tough though. She has gone the distance in nine of ten fights in the UFC. She's uh if you like fighting over 2.5, she's the best fighter to bet on probably the women's fight weight classes. All right, let's go to the next fight here. We got uh this is a this is a rebooking. We got Randy Brown against um Muslim Salikov. This fight was supposed to have a UFC 296. I want to say, was it Salikov got sick the day before? No, no, Brown got sick. Brown, Brown got sick. sick. That's what happened. So Brown got sick. The fight got canceled. I'm glad they rebooked it. Um, yeah. Now we get to see it. Brown's the favorite still, minus 245, Muslim plus 200. I picked Brown the first time. Nothing really changes for me. I'm still picking him again. I don't really like the odds, personally. I, I wouldn't bet on this fight. I think the odds are a little high. It's going to yeah. be probably a striking-based fight. And Muslim's a very good striker. But the thing is, though, if it becomes a grappling uh, base fight, I think Randy's got the advantage there, too. So, um, yeah, I mean, I would, I would give Randy advantages. Like, you know, again, the height and reach and got the UFC. Well, they both have quite a bit of experience, actually, but uh, way more fights than the UFC, I should say that. But they've both been in there for a while. Salakov's actually been in the UFC since 2017. People kind of forget that. But, uh, yeah, he's also 40 this year. I can't bet. I, I, these 40-year-old guys are tough to pick. They do occasionally win. I don't know about this one, though. Brown by decision. What do you think? It's going to be a fucking close fight, I think. You know, the thing is, like, I, I'm this is pretty much to me like the McCann Belbita uh, line here. It's yeah. like way too high, in my opinion. Uh, I think both guys will be will be very uh, competitive with each other. I think Salikov might have the early lead in this one. I think Brown will take over. You know, I think Brown uh, will probably win a second and third round here. Uh, I'm picking Randy Brown. I don't see a finish. I think both guys are super tough. I think a lot of this will be standing. I think Randy will mix in a little bit of his takedowns if it's possible. And uh, I'm picking Randy Brown by winning a decision here. Fair enough. So that's my same same thing as me. All right, we'll go to the next fight here. We got oh co-main event time. All right, so we're at the co-main event already. And yeah, we got two fights left for this card. Co-main event, an awesome fight here. Hanato Makano against Drew Dover. Striker grappler fight. A little classic striker grappler style here. Minus 155 for the grappler. Makano plus 130 for Dover, the, the striker. Marcel, your pick. Yeah, Moicano wants money, motherfuckers. Um, yeah, Renato Moicano. I mean, dude, I enjoy that guy so much on his YouTube channel. I'm watching it all the time. I know, you always tell me. <laughs> it, it, it's so funny, you know, when he's like, uh, last time I think it was like Preston Parsons against Matthew Samuelsberger. He's like, who's going to win this fight? Is it Preston Par Parsons or Matthew Smellyberger? <laughs> dude, it's fucking funny. Um yeah, man. I mean, yeah, the group went over Brad Riddell, but it's already in 2022. It's some time ago, you know, was supposed to fight Armand Sarukian in the main event last year. Had to pull out with an injury. Um, now, starting Drew Dober, the thing with Drew Dober is like he's, I think he's really good, you know, but I was surprised that he lost to Matt Favola. You know, when, when he fought him, you know, Drew Dober. But at the, at the same time, when he fought Bobby Green, he, he won by knockout, but he was losing that fight pretty convincingly. You know what I mean? And uh, that was pretty much he came back out of nowhere and he knocked uh, Bobby out. Um, I feel like Drew has a great chin, but his chin also like it's it's not as great anymore as it was, I feel like, you know, but I don't think he has a problem with Renato. I think Renato will try to get the fight to the ground, whereas it's as, clearly as his advantage, you know, Dover will have the advantage standing. Um, I think going to be a grueling fight, man, three rounds, looking forward to it. I think Moicano wins. I think Moicano is more uh, dominant with his ground game. Does he get a finish? Maybe, possible, you know, but I would say uh, Renato Moicano by decision in this one. 
I, I like McCanu here, guys. I think he submits Drew Dober. I'm pretty sure this how this fight goes. Don't, okay, don't get me wrong, Dober, man, he's you talk about knockout power, he's one of the best. I tracked, I was looking at the stats today. So he has like nine knockouts in the UFC, which is really incredible, obviously. Um, he's still knocking guys out, it's it's beyond impressive. Um, I know his chin's probably going a little bit. We saw like it's for his chin went for once. Uh, I don't really think McCano's the guy that's gonna touch Dober's chin. Um, McCano, I should, I, I call it a striker grappler fight, but McCano's striking's good too. It's not like it's bad, it's good. But um, his chin is still a little questionable, obviously. He's been knocked out a, a couple times, so it, it, I don't think he'd want to stay standing here with Dober, who's got like, like I don't know, something's in his face, like iron or something, man. Um, but the ground game is like super impressive, right? And you look at his UFC uh, fight, nine wins, six by rear naked choke. Mm-hmm. So that's a specialty. He's a rear naked choke specialist. That's how I think this fight ends. I think he gets Dober down to the ground, submits him. I'll say second round. I think he gets him down and submits him. So McCandu by this, by submission, minus 155. The line, I think it was a pick I want to say, and it, or maybe Dober opened as a favorite, but I know the line, money's been coming in on, on money, and I think the money's ran on the, on the money. So I think he gets the submission, Marcel. It's your boy, and he's going to call for that 50K bonus. And, you know, he, I'm looking at his stats. He hasn't got a bonus in six years. So he has all these finishes but never gets a bonus. Um, we'll see what happens. He's going to say, I want McCandu needs money, motherfucker. So that's what he's going to say on the, the mic, and we'll see if they give it to him, but – you know, he deserves it. So if he gets the finish anyway. So yeah, he, I will say this, he is coming off a layoff. Um, that's the only concern I would have. Um, yeah. But, you know, it's, he's been in the limelight still. It's not like he's disappeared. We know where he's been and he trains at the best camp probably in ATT. So I'm not worried about this guy. They'll have him ready to go. Just got to watch Chen, man, because Dober hits so fucking hard. I wouldn't want to, I wouldn't get want to get punched in the face by Drew Dober, Marcel. That would suck. I'll just say that. So, yeah. yeah. All right. Let's go to the main event now. We, we made it. Uh, Roman Delize against Nazardin Imovov. Odds for this one. Imovov minus 165. Delize plus 140. Who do you like? You're the Frenchman or uh, the baby daddy, Roman Delize? Who do you like? <laughs> so, yeah. I'm actually surprised by the, by, by the odds in this one, man. You know? I favor Delice, to be really honest. You know, I think Delice has more ways to win in this fight. You know, I think he can use his, his, his wrestling, which he doesn't use too often, maybe, you know, but still, I think he, um, I, I like Delice a lot, actually. You know, Imavov, Imavov is a good fighter, don't get me wrong, but he gasses badly after two rounds all the time. You know what I mean? He gasses badly. And we saw it in the fight with 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 Sean Strickland. We saw it in the fight with Buckley. Uh, the Curtis fight, not so much because we were still in the second round. But we've seen a lot of fights of his. You know, if he doesn't finish, he gasses. Um, that's a thing that Dolitza Dolitza is also slowing down, but he's not gassing. So um, I think if if Imavov doesn't stop him with punches, which I don't see happening, I think Dolitza wins the fight, man. I think he submits him, maybe even. You know, it wouldn't be even be surprising me if maybe maybe TKOs him with with the uh, with ground and punch. You know, I think I'm going with that. You know, I think I'm going with Delisa fourth round ground and pound so TKO. Yeah. There you go. So here you go. Here you have your woof woof. If, this is crazy. This is like the last chance we have to get a consensus dog here, but we're not going to get it this week, which is, yeah. which is like, it's giving me a tear in my eye. I'll be honest with you. I can't I can't take Delisa though because. It's five rounds. If it was three rounds, I might. But it's five, and I, I don't trust him with five rounds, man. We never I, have five Imovov. I, I don't trust Imovov with five rounds. You don't, eh? No. Fair enough. 
Um, at least I know he's been five rounds. I'll tell you that. That's true. He, did, he did fight this champ for five rounds. Yeah. Um, and I want to see what round he won. I, I think he won the fifth round, didn't he? Let me, let me yeah, he that. did. But also <laughs> take in mind, but take in mind that Ibrahim was Strickland training for Gaslam and Strickland gas. yeah, yeah, I know, was I know. four days. Yeah. I agree. I agree. The fight with Buckley is the worry, right? Where he got yeah. really tired. I mean, there's no doubt. But uh, yeah, I still trust his cargo more than Delizze's. Delizze, I think that fight with Vertori was very close, you know? Um, but uh, he's, you start, he's, you saw he started slowly fade as the fight went on. And you're adding two more rounds here. I don't know about that, you know? There's no doubt this guy's da he's dangerous fighter, man. He's good. He's good. There's no doubt. Huge power. And like you said, he got submissions. He hasn't really used in the UFC, but he has them. Um, but uh, Imamov, to me, you know, he's he's done pretty well in the UFC. Um, I think he'll be able to throw more volume, and the numbers suggest that as well. He'll be able to uh, evade the, avoid those power punches, stay on the outside, rack up volume, pick up points. I think Delize probably wins the first round, maybe the second round, but as the fight goes on, Imamov, Gets those 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 rounds under his belt and he wins the decision here. So, you know, not not uh, yeah. I think he gets the job done. And I'm just not writing him off yet after the last two fights. Like you look at it, it's like oh oh, and one no contest. But you lost to Strickland, and he was beating Chris Curtis handily. And that's the fight thing with the Chris Curtis fight. I wasn't sure. I'm like, man, I'm I'm not sure about this guy. I thought he looked amazing against Chris Curtis. He looked amazing yeah, in that sure fight. Yeah. yeah. So. You know, and, and Delize looked good against Vittori too. Delize looked good against Currison. I, I like Delize. He's a good fighter, man. I think he's very good. But again, you know, I, I just don't trust the cardio in five rounds. And, uh, you know, there is a big age gap here, seven years. You know, Delize is 35. Uh, you know, Mr. Baby Daddy. Um, we'll see what happens. I mean, that could motivate him even more. And he could come out here and have a great win. But we'll see. Um, I'm leaving him of all my decisions no more. So I'm, I'm really sad, though, man, that we don't have a consensus dog this week. That's. That's bothering me inside. It's really bothering me inside, man. But uh, we just By couldn't way, get there this week. Go ahead. James just tweeted that Mel Sigbaktasarian is yeah. out of next week's fight against Hyder Amil. That sucks. Hopefully they can find stuff for Hyder. Yeah. They, they get some comments here. Joe likes Delize. Antoine, Delize, literally Mr. Steeler girl. Yeah, you don't you don't want to bring your girlfriend around uh, Mr. Roma Delize, man. He's just a big, big, strong, handsome Georgian. You want to bring him around, around him. Uh, Evo Bob's my lock. Better striking do grappling. Please do two five-footed strength to simple. I kind of agree with Pato. He can still catch him with a big punch box, but you never know. Don't forget if I trickling 10 pounds heavier than him. Yeah, that was at 205. Chris Curtis quit. He didn't want that fight. That's for sure. But he was he was losing. I don't blame him, though, for taking it on contest. I think he should push Roman if he wins. I don't think he has much left in his prime. I agree. If Roman wins this fight, they got to give him some of the top five. I mean, honestly, I thought he did beat Vittori. But, you know, the numbers do suggest Vittori edged it out. I don't know. I, who do you think won that fight? I can't remember. Well, Vittori or Dolice? Yeah. I, I gave Fatori the second and third round, but a yeah. lot of people thought that Dolice won the fight, you know? Yeah, it was so close. It was very close. But it, regardless, I mean, he didn't win. And, and I did see some of those issues with you know some of the uh the grappling or sorry with the cardio so yeah that's kind of what i'm leading here all right so that's it for ufc vegas 85 um fun card just wrapping up the picks um we had different picks on i'll, I'll just say the dogs i picked were maradov and carolina and mark and, and pogue so i took three dogs and marcel took Belbita. Um, Belbita and builder right yeah so you had two An animal yeah. Who? Who? Al Animal. Blake Builder. Al Animal Builder. Yeah, yeah. Was that it though? I, th I thought you took another dog, or you took the two. You have the I think. Two. I think those two. Yeah. Yeah. So we had two. Um, who would you say is like your? 
your top pick on the card besides Italia, which obviously she's <laughs> besides Italia, uh, you like you like Moicano, eh? I like Moicano a lot. I like Garimbo a lot. Um, yep. Let me think. Um, I agree. With you. Oh, I agree. Yeah, yeah. Those two as well. Those are those are those are. You pick Pogues as well, right? I did take Pogues. Yeah, I, I honestly think he wins that fight, man. I think, like I said, Peterson can get tired and Pogues can take over late. But we'll see. We'll see what happens. No welcome, Michael. Glad to do the show for you guys. All right, so that's uh, that's it for UFC Vegas eighty five. Fun, fun card. We'll see. I mean, hopefully. Um, yeah. Didn't have one of those consensus ones this week, which brings a tear to my eye, but it is what it is. All right, Marcel, let's wrap this up, and we're going to do a short uh, fight announcements podcast. Yeah. So if you want, join us here in a minute. We're going to do some fight announcements, go over the latest UFC news and fight announcements. If not, we'll be back next week. But uh, thanks again, guys, for, for joining us, and talk to you guys soon. Peace, take care, and uh, hopefully you see you in the next show. Bye.